0: Love Talk Radio Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. Luxury <laughs> healing means that we mind the business that hey. I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have fires or more. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good, and going places that make me feel good, and, and things that resonate.
1: Living is a luxury. Don't you think?
0: When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury, when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? And <laughs> when you're in an unhealed state and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support, or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. this is july 22nd 2020 and we are at the end of cancer season so to all my cancerians we had a hell of a run for 30 days we was little gangsters now we got to go back and get in our fucking feelings because that's the way of the world so the show is called cut off culture um but i also had uh the little symbol for the pac-man symbol and then i put the word on the plug because I've been telling a lot of my mentees lately that we live in a cut-off culture, and if you really want to heal, you only cut people off. So, cut-off culture is this thing that I think a lot of the millennials and the young people have adopted. That they call it, you know, you old judge Judy ass bitch. Like the minute that something happens, everybody's out, and. I'm going to give you some examples of when that's okay to do and when it's when, when you really need to just probably unplug from a person. Because remember, I just did a show where I told you, you are the plug. So whatever energy that you're bringing into a situation, that's your energy. You have to be confident, not in your pussy game, not in your dick discernment. You have to be confident that if I take my energy away from this motherfucker, he will die. Just like that. He will will. He will be unplugged. He will be a freezer full of rotten meat, and will not be able to sustain. He can go plug into anybody else, right? But the energy is not going to be the same. It's, it's kind of like in my Jeep. I have electrical outlets, and I remember we tried to get a griddle going. You know, we tried to get a bunch of shit going because there's electrical outlet, and there wasn't enough motherfucking power for me to make pancakes. So I had to go out and fuck in fucking nature and do some, you know, Swiss Family Robinson type shit. To get it going. So, cut off culture, um, it's been easy for people to adopt that because as soon as a motherfucker does something that you don't like, you cut them off and you don't take into consideration their mental health, national hierarchy, nor how they were raised. So, we often see these means that say some people were raised in survival and some people were raised in love, and you can definitely tell the difference. So, personally, y'all know me, I, y'all know I will cut a, a motherfucker clean off. But what you don't know is that before I had to cut that motherfucker off, so y'all have watched me and listened to me talk about onk and things like that. I didn't just cut that motherfucker off. No, we tried to unplug. That didn't work because he kept coming back to the source. And then the recent cutoff was because of the fact, well, first of all, you fumbled my birthday. You fucked it up. You hurt my feelings. You did it on purpose. Now I'm realizing you did it on purpose. But also – You didn't give a fuck. You was plugging into other shit. So that doesn't mean he was fucking. It just means that you were spending your energy elsewhere. Go do that then. So you don't need to send me pornographic pictures. You don't need to, like, send me, like, just checking on you. Bye. There will be no response. Until the response is is the same salacious and intentional shit, like, until you can clean up what you already did, there's no response that you're going to get from me. I need the three rows. I need romance, roses, and fucking Rolex. That's it from that particular person because at the end of the day, there's nothing else that's going to fix that because I would have done it for you. So when I had to cut Unc off, and really, to be honest, he was trying to cut me off too, so let's just let's keep it G, right? you got what you wanted. Don't fucking call my phone. Don't call my phone. Don't text my phone. We ain't got shit to talk about because when I cut you off, It's not just, like, a personal thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's like you can't do nothing for me because you allowed this to happen. I explained to you over a course of period of time, y'all. I give these holes a chance. I really do. I give these holes a thousand times. Y'all don't even know what the fuck happened to me last night. Like, it's so fucking devastating I can't even talk about it because it's too embarrassing to even repeat. But what I can tell you is this probably not even two years ago, y'all would have been somewhere trying to find a motherfucker's body. Like, y'all would have been like, I just know this bitch killed this motherfucker. I know she, you know, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about a totally separate, different situation. But in my healed space, I had to understand that the particular person that I was dealing with had not unplugged from the situation that they were in. So here you are trying to even just have a little bit of a plug in with me, completely platonic, completely you understand what I'm saying? But you can't even fully give me your energy. Stay, stay with me. You can't even fully give me your energy because your energy is going somewhere, worried about a motherfucker that ain't worried about you. And ain't that the story of life? We always worried about motherfuckers that don't give a fuck if we stay or go. Those are the motherfucking people that you cut off because it is in my scientific mind that I know But as human beings, you told somebody, hey, this hurts me. Please don't do that. Please don't embarrass me. Please don't do this. Hey, get a fucking job. Stop asking me for money. Don't be disrespectful. You have told a motherfucker a thousand motherfucking times about your boundaries, and they didn't care. Okay? I'm going to tell you this right now. They didn't care. So when this person said what they said to me, my first instinct was rage. And the disrespect, and then to even, I don't even really want to continue talking about it because then the person, you know, made their statement today and then apologized, of course, immediately. But at the end of the day, is trying to make excuses why that happened and putting it on me, like, because I pressured them and that's why they said what they said. First of all, not in my African-American motherfucking house. And, bitch, if I did it to you in your house, that's a murder scene, okay? At the end of the motherfucking day, in my very healed state, I decided to say that I knew that this was coming. I love this person, you know, almost almost like a family member. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's a nostalgia associated with it. And I'm going to go ahead and take the L, but that situation will never happen ever again, not in at least six to eight business months, because you need to unplug from the situation, the abusive situation that you were in before, before you can even receive any benefit of being plugged into me because I'm the motherfucking plug, okay? So while you're getting yourself together, ladies and gentlemen, you do not have the motherfucking right to ask the motherfucker questions like, so, um, who you at dinner with? Eh, don't fucking ask me no shit like that. Um, are you seeing anybody? Eh, Did you fuck somebody up? You don't get to ask motherfuckers questions like that when you had to take time away so that you can unplug from toxic motherfuckers. So while you could have been plugged into the light, you had to clean up your mess. Now, I always believe in giving a man 90 days and any, you know, broad that has ever dealt with me when she's dealing with a man she just met. I tell them, you know, a woman, you know, you want to call yourself queens, whatever, I'm a god. um, We have to be chosen. So if I'm not your first choice, I'm not going to fucking this, – this is not the 1700s. I'm not going to sit around and wait for you. Motherfucker, I'm going to go where I'm loved, where I'm adored, where I'm celebrated, and where I'm revered. That might be my homegirl's house. That might be to South Africa. That might be to a young buck's house that's 27 years old and just bought his home in Williamsville. I don't know where that is. I, I don't know where I'm going to go feel loved and revered. But if it's not here, you don't get to ask, motherfucker. See, what y'all be doing is y'all be – Cut motherfuckers off too quick because you didn't understand what was going on. So let's take it back to Issa Rae with Insecure. When she told, what's the fine motherfucker's name? His real name is Kendrick in real life with the green eyes. That was in the whole Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, Nathan, on the show, where she's like, you ghosted me for like a month and a half. He's like, I didn't ghost you. I have bipolar. I said, oh, shit. That just shut the whole conversation down. And that, as as a woman, I try to teach you girls that everything is not about you until it ends. So a man can't be all about you, and his motherfucking mental state is fucked up. However, said man does not get to come back in the motherfucking picture and disrespect your current situation because he didn't have it the fuck together. Because, see, a lot of men don't like to hear, motherfucker, you wasted a lot of time with this bum-ass bitch. You wasted a lot of time with this pumpkin-haired motherfucker. You wasted a lot of time with a bitch that was doing nothing but using you. Because I want to talk to the men today. Because it, it was said later on last week that I hate men and all this other stuff. Y'all don't know how much I cat for y'all raggedy motherfuckers. Straight just be sitting up there like, well, maybe this and maybe that and maybe this. I'll give you motherfuckers a million and one chances. And each and every single fucking time you come back and you embarrass me, my homegirls, my clique, my squad, my coven, all of us. Okay? Because you just can't get it to fuck together. So I'm in a situation now was something very all of a sudden came back, but I felt very comfortable as far as like business and everything was concerned to be able to move forward with it because in the end, ladies, you have to get what the fuck it is you want out of the situation. And whatever it is that you want cannot always be money. I need a henchman. I need some muscle. I need a a male counterpart that is willing to say, okay, you know what, you don't know how to do this. Let me help you because this is what I do. So I had somebody come. Do the tenth of an acre at my one property was bleaching. You know my house is down. Like making sure like everything is straight. My homegirl came to town this weekend. We had a wonderful time. Shout out to my girl Tasha from D.C. area. This my homegirl getting more. Man, listen, she getting a, a well into the six figures house built. This is the type of fucking energy I'm trying to plug into. I'm not trying to plug into no energy where motherfuckers is trying to scan the state and figure out what you could do so you don't work with me and my homegirls out here making boss moves. So I'm not into a bum energy, I'm into a boss energy. It's two different energies. So if you're used to somebody, and y'all can go all the way the fuck back on my YouTubes, which I have, a new producer for that stuff, because y'all, I wanted to make it tight for you, so I wanted to kind of do it like low-key in the crib, just regular, which I know I can't do that. I'd rather pay somebody a little short, promote his business while he's making my shit look as professional as possible for y'all, because I don't really like Showing my face a lot because a lot of what comes out of my mouth doesn't match how I look. And people are like, oh, my God, did she just say that? Because I did. And um, y'all can go back as early as I want to say 2012 where I talk about this thing called uh, bum residue. And this comes from when you're fucking with bum-ass dudes or bum-ass females, your standard of life and your quality of life at the time you may have thought was amazing, and then you grow the fuck up or you grow out of it, or you get around some people, and you're like, damn, this is all I had to do to get this? I just had to take an L for like a year and a half, two years, and then now I'm back on top and everything is mine. I got high-ass credit. I got this. I got that. That's all I had to do. And there is an internal embarrassment that goes the fuck on, and you're like, yo, I really was a fucking bum, like for a minute. Really. Because I was around bitches or, or, or Negroes, that thought that that behavior was acceptable or normal. See, so so for me, for as, as many jobs as I have, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, and I've been saying this for years, I'm actually the low-income bitch out of all my friends, and I ain't no low-income bitch. So then what does that tell you? All my friends have something that I can aspire to be or can aspire to get. They own a property. They own a land. My, my brother's uh baby's mom, my niece's mom came to me and was like, where the vacant land at? What I need to do? Because I want to set the kids up. She's setting up a kid that ain't even hers. Like, you understand what I'm saying? These are the type of feminine energies that I'm around. So if you think that I'm going to be around a male counterpart that's not pouring into me and giving me that energy and those vibes, you're fucking insane. Now, what happened to me last night that was so hurtful is because this is a person that I hold very near and dear to me. Always loved this person. He set the precedent. You know, always adored this person, just family-wise. And if y'all knew who this person was, y'all be like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what I was saying. That was already etched in stone from, you know, years ago. And the problem with it is I see the hurt, I see the pain. And one of the things that I had to um, come to realization with in 2020 was that, Denise, if you're a real healer, the cutoff culture is not for you. So yes, we cut people off. And again, I don't believe in um I don't believe in being abused. So if a motherfucker's hit you, cut his ass off. Cut him or cut him off. If a motherfucker is is making you take drugs and shit like that, yes, y'all know the toxic behaviors that you need to cut the entire fuck off. But if somebody is telling you financially they can't do something you don't have to cut them motherfuckers off have a conversation okay well what can you do okay i can't get your rolex but i can get you this because i respect the fact that you cut a buck to virgils i respect the fact that you were silent about a lot of shit that you could have sparked on and i respect the fact that you gave me a million and one opportunity to try to fix the situation but what you don't get to do when you cut somebody off which i didn't cut unc off it was an unplug i know he's not going anywhere He'll be around, you know. He'll pop up somewhere, you know. And I'm not gonna to speak to you. So until I'm giving my offering the same way that I worship you, because we have to be worshiping each other. We should be coming and pouring into each other and bringing things to the altar for each other. You know, you can't call yourself a god and not require an offering. And I, and I don't I don't fuck with bums. I don't, I don't give a fuck if you if the man didn't have a job or not. It's still not a bum. Never in the history of niggerdom in Villarica, Georgia, have I fucked with somebody that was low-tier socioeconomic status. And when I say low-tier, he could have been working at DuPont. He could have been working at Saks Fifth Avenue. He could have did whatever the fuck he wanted to do, but I bet you if I asked him for something, he went and he did it. Okay? I'm not used to, and when my girlfriend Tasha came up here this weekend, she left here with such a clear understanding. If I treat my female friends with such astute nature, red carpet, you ain't touching your wallet when you come to my town. You stay here. Everything is lavish. Everything is love. I'm doing that because I want you to understand this is how women that are getting money treat each other. I just sent my baby girl, because you know I'm a thoughtful motherfucker. Um, I ain't going to say her name because her birthday coming. I just sent my baby girl something that I know when she sees it, she's going to cry because she deserves it. I just sent my niece's man, my niece's boyfriend, some shit with some nostalgia and some just because you know what, no matter what happens, that was still my people. You know what I'm saying? That's still my boy. Happy birthday, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? so for me, if I treat my my female friends like this, it's because I have I have it to do so. And so she came and she noticed that we were in Buffalo and there was a table of, i I say, about 12 of us six men, six women, no, 14 of us, six men, six, six women, I don't know. At the end of the day, it wasn't even my party, and I ended up springing for seven bottles of rosé, made sure that everything went off without a hitch because this is what I do. You know, if I could if I could talk to somebody, if I can have a conversation with somebody and it's going to make somebody else's day, goddamn, I'm going to do it. Um, the problem that, you know, the next day we noticed was that um, – you know, people had an issue, oh, I don't drink this. I said, well, if you don't drink that, baby boy, buy whatever it is you're going to drink because I drink rosé. You know, I, I don't drink um what you talking about. I drink rosé. So now we have an issue where we are in a situation where we have men at the table and women are pulling out their motherfucking wallet. Not women, but me. And so I have an issue with that because the fact that when I thought about it, they, I was just like, damn, like, you know, y'all motherfuckers um, just really sat there and allowed this to happen, and y'all sitting up here complaining, but y'all ain't pulling out wallets, and this is weird to me. So for me to have my homegirl watch this and then understand why the type of men I date is who I date, then not you know, really indicative, and she's like, oh, wow, now I understand why you give this one so many chances or why this one stayed around maybe longer than, you know what I'm saying, he should have because of the fact that, you know what I'm saying, it's hard out here for a pimp. And so we also have to be cognizant of the fact, yes, I understand everybody's financial situation is not the same as mine, and that's okay. But what we're not going to do is be in a situation where, you know, I'm pulling out the wallet, and it's not even my people. This this your people, you know, this your wife. And I I think that that maybe neutered a lot of men at the table. So if you have a woman that's spending money just like a man would do, that means I don't have a problem spending money on my man, but that has to be reciprocated. So when we talk about the cutoff culture, y'all have to be careful the people that you're cutting off. Because if you're cutting somebody off because of finances and they're really a worker bee, like a lot of women I know, they're they're not bosses. Some women are worker bees, and that's what they do. They will go to work, and I, that's respected. That should be respected. Not everybody is born to say, "Okay, I'm gonna go get a, a business, I'm gonna get an LLC, I'm gonna get a trademark," which you know some people do. Not all men are gonna be six figure men, but what's the difference between a six figure man if the motherfucker don't give you nothing? So I'm not I'm not in the business of taking from men. I want to pour into you. You're gonna pour back into me. So I manifested that. You know, I needed something that was a little bit more stable. I needed something that was all my own, uh, something that was monogamous and something that was extremely sexual and extremely um, private because that's what I need. Um, and so I'm pretty sure that that's going to come. But what I can tell you is that from now till probably January, you know, there, there is no talk of that. So I have to foster and I have to go where I'm celebrated, where I'm loved, where I'm adored. Okay. I can't keep pouring into people that are just taking and not giving anything back. You understand what I'm saying? So I would rather unplug from somebody and let you understand what that feels like. And it's not a punishment. I don't want you to unplug from somebody because it's a punishment unplug from them because your energy is too much for them right now. They can't, they can't, reciprocate what you're trying to give them right now so go give it to somebody else baby girl young man go give it to somebody else if she can't appreciate the fact that you busting your ass and you trying to make better and trying to you know put her in whatever it is that she need to drive because that's what you want to do those are the types i'm used to men that are like my father you know in the situation i'm talking about this particular gentleman i've known him forever he reminds me a lot of my dad he knew my dad actually and so I've, I've never had, I tell you all the time, like I may talk about these holes, but I've not really had a bad time with men. I've been loved, I've been cherished, but, yes, I've been cheated on, I've been beaten on, I've been abused, I've been damn near murdered several times, you know, so that's why I don't play with these men. I don't play with them. I would rather unplug, let you fucking go, think you know, go wherever the fuck you feel like you love and revere. Because, obviously, if I'm trying to show you love and trying to show you reverence and you're not receiving it, that's not cut off. That's I'm unplugging. Cutting a motherfucker off is like I got somebody that right now, every time I talk to this motherfucker, I'm drained of energy, shit like that. You got cut off. I said it's quiet for you until probably January, February. Don't don't call my phone, don't FaceTime me, don't do shit like on a surprise for the next six to eight business months because I can't deal with you. And the reason that I'm cutting you off for this amount of time is because I want you to get yourself together. So when you come back to me, you understand who the fuck you were talking to and how you were talking to me this way. There is no shortage of good men. There is no shortage of good women. There is a shortage of people that are willing to understand that everything is not about you. I don't take nothing personal if a motherfucker can't give me what I need. I just take my services elsewhere. I just take my time elsewhere. I just take this little pussy elsewhere because I don't have to fuck a motherfucker to fuck him. I don't. And I don't got to touch a motherfucker to touch him either. And so I think a lot of you women need to learn the art of that. So, what happened to me yesterday was only so hurtful because it's the irony, because if people knew the situation, the irony that you would tell me and say what you said and then get up, you know, today and tell me something else. The irony of that is that when I was 16 and 17 years old, that's not what you were saying when I told you the same thing. And so I think that's the part that's a little bit shocking for me is that when we talk about pressure and things like that, you know, there were things that at times maybe I didn't want to do, but because I knew that it would please you or because I was, in love with you or because I loved you or because I knew it would make you happy. I just did it. And so we're not in the same space right now. So at this point, that opportunity, you know, to have that conversation that we had yesterday will not arise again for a very long time. And, you know, one thing, I if I couldn't tell y'all anything else, keep it simple, stupid, okay? Don't don't listen. If a motherfucker try to come back six months from now, if you have the time, you can plug back into that motherfucker. You can tap in. Uh -uh. But if you don't feel like it, don't do it. That don't mean somebody else ain't got his time or her time. Just because we give these hoes a minute to get themselves together doesn't mean you need to sit there and wait. Because you know what happens? Sometimes a dog, sometimes an animal, will allow you to nurse it back to health just so it can fucking bite you. Literally. You got to know my great-grand, you know, my grandmother, Audrey May, used to always tell me, you know, all these men and dogs she didn't mean it in the sense of, like, how y'all dog people out. She just meant, you know, in the manner with And she said, all these men and dogs, she said, but it depends on which one you're going to choose to lay down with to get the fleas from because you're going to get something from all of them, okay? You have to choose which ones are worse, not the suffering, because I'm, I'm not into that. Don't suffer. Baby girl, that motherfucker don't want to give you the time. Go get your time somewhere else. She She don't want to help you. With your, with your, you know, with your shit, and you trying to get, get, it together, so you can be a better man for her. She don't want to help you, man. Go be with somebody else gonna help you. I'm never gonna tell you to stay in a place where you are not honored, revered, loved, and adored, and being told so on a daily basis. Because listen, if I'm feeding you, I care about you. If I'm fucking you, I probably love you. If I'm, if I'm, you know, being seen with you in the public, I respect you. Because these are things I don't do. So for me, I could put the pussy off the market for a year or two years. That don't matter to me. But why would I? When there's someone that will worship every inch of my body, every every hour of every day if I needed it. But that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that, but y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all think y'all the only one. So when you unplug from a motherfucker, I know where it's good at. I know where I can go to be worshipped. I know where I can go to get the things that I asked for once. I asked you ten times. I asked this motherfucker once. They wouldn't do it. I know where to go. But I also know the difference between somebody struggling with a mental health issue and somebody being in a bad place and not having nothing to do with me. You understand what I'm saying? Unk, that had to do with me because he just got tired. He just was like, fuck this little bitch. You know, I'm going to just keep talking to these bitches on the Internet because that's what I do. That's why he got blocked. Because, man, I don't want to see that. You could, you know, hit like and make comments on everybody else's shit, but you can't even text me to even see, hey, I heard somebody at your job got COVID. Is you all right? Hey, um, did you make it back home from in town? Did you do this? Did you do that? And so the, reason, the reason that you're not doing that is because you don't give a fuck, but you'll send me a picture of somebody getting their dick sucked because you watching porn that day. Oh, and by the way, the reason, I'm so sorry, the reason I didn't respond to you Is because that particular day was your bitch's birthday, and I really didn't want to be disrespectful. So that's why I didn't respond. Don't you ever motherfucking think for one second that I don't pay attention to every single thing that's happening with somebody that I'm enamored with life, okay? that particular day that was your bitch birthday was also would have been my 17th wedding anniversary so it wasn't a good day to send something like that to me and you maybe, since you so in love should have been focused on her but i see you not real good at birthdays anyway so this will probably be the last time that i address on, on that situation but i just thought that was very crass. like i just didn't want to respond on such an important day in your and my life so ladies and gentlemen When you cut a motherfucker off, make sure that you're cutting them off, and that's something that can sustain for good. Other than that, all you got to do is unplug. You ain't got to hold nothing against the person. You just got to say, look, the love I have for you will be returned to me, even if it's not from you. That's where that whole entire thing comes from, because I truly believe that the love that I pour into people, because I got love for everybody. you know, Unless you cross me, and listen, I don't even really have the time to even throw any bad luck on you because you're not worth it. Why the fuck am I going to plug my energy into you so I can give you some bad shit? No, you want to electrocute yourself. You're going to throw yourself over the floor. So I would rather you people take the time to just unplug from people and understand because when you unplug from people, it begins to show you how much you are powerful. Damn, this motherfucker, this don't work, that don't work, it's car broke down, this motherfucker ain't got... Nowhere to live. This motherfucker ain't happy. The life sucked out of this safe. This motherfucker homeless. He ain't got nothing to eat. His fucking collar is dirty. His shirt is dirty. His sock got a hole in it. That's the type of shit that happens when I unplug from a motherfucker. So you go be wherever it is. And, ladies, let me tell you something else about a man. Sometimes you can be the best broad in the universe for a man, but because he's uncomfortable, because he's used to dealing with bums and hood rats and fucking scavengers and parasites, you make him uncomfortable because you're not asking nothing from him but just a little bit of time, a little bit of boundaries, a little bit of respect, maybe just a little bit of dick. That's all you ask him for, and he can't deal with that. He want to buy you a car. He want to buy you a car now. And like I said, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I was offered a car yesterday and a motherfucker to go and help me fix my house, and I'm thankful as fuck. I don't know how we're going to get there, but I'm thankful as hell. That doesn't mean I'm going to take it. It just means that this is what this motherfucker is offering. So there's no shortage of motherfuckers that will look out for you, that will take care of you. But with that comes the responsibility. Are we just going to cut people off because they did some eternally foul shit that had they have done it two years ago? Motherfucker, I would have cut them off. But because I know this particular person is in an unhealed space, I'm going to allow for it, but I just have to unplug. And so what unplugged looks like for him or her or for me, I don't think that you're going to survive me being unplugged from you because it's going to look very different than what you've been seeing. So, guys, I do love this. New, you know, the bottom line is, when you are the plug, you control the energy. When you cut a motherfucker off, make sure it's forever and it's eternal. Otherwise, you just unplug with ill intentions, and we don't want to do that. I don't have no bad intentions for anybody that ever cared about me, that ever loved me, or that ever took, you know, care of me. But I do have an issue with you taking my energy and you thinking that you that motherfucking nigga, that you could go and spread that motherfucking energy to the next bitch, like, A, I wasn't going to know, and B, like, you're going to sustain. So the easiest thing for me to do is to unplug and then go where I'm loved and plug into whoever is fucking plugging into me. So that's some pop star, you know. Fancy shit that I like to do And as we close out the summer And as we close out cancer season I think that Drake's new shit Is kind of you know dope I love what he's talking about And I just think that everybody should be treated like a is We the best music,
1: music. music. Another one yeah. Another one it's is calling my phone like I'm locked up, not nah, stop. From the plane to the fucking helicopter, yeah. Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs, ah, nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. It's just calling my phone like I'm locked up, not nah, stop. From the plane to the fucking helicopter, yeah. Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs, ah, nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Hey, shorty with the long text, I'll talk, hey. Shorty with the long legs, she don't walk. Yeah, last year I kept it on the tough, ayy. 2020, I came to fuck it up, yeah. I want a long life, a legendary one. Yeah. I want a quick death, yeah. and an easy one. Yeah. I want a pretty girl, yeah. and an honest one. Yeah. I want this drink, yeah. and another one. yeah. And I'm trouble son, yeah. I'm a pop star, but this shit ain't bubble gun, yeah. You will probably think my manager is Scudafin, yeah. But my manager with 20 hoes and Budokan, yeah. Hey, look. Two, four, six, eight. Watch this factory so they appreciate. Crown in my hand, and I'm really playing. Keep awake, Shit don't even usually get this big without a beaver face. Nah, nah. Piece of cake. Nah, nah. Terps and cake. Yeah, yeah. Go and get your friends. We can sneak away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I keep a like I keep the face. Wonder how I got this way. Swear I got the bitches calling my phone like I'm locked up. Nah, stop. From the plane to the fucking helicopter. Yeah. Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs. Ah, nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor Bitches calling my phone like I'm locked up nonstop. stop from the plane to the fucking helicopter Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs out Nah, nah, I'm a pop star, not a doctor